everybody. This is not a talk about stuff podcast. Oh, that's the first dig of the podcast. Yeah. All right. So we have. Andy Schuster, a.k.a. Evil Monstar, Chef Star. Chef Star. Oh, Evil Chef Star. I like that. And then DJ Tony Bennett, Tony Tony's Biscuits, Uncle Tony, Bath Road. That's my favorite one. How you guys doing? Doing good. I'm really excited to be here with you guys this evening. I'm sorry that I was supposed to be with you about what, three weeks ago? Yeah, four weeks ago, when I played, I had a trip to New York, so I apologize to you, officially here in person, and Andy. That was my fault. Oh, no, brother. But here we are, we're making good right now. No, We had a great podcast that week. We did. Andy is actually on that week still. And had Mike Willis. I had Eric Goldhorn on. I did watch some of that from New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the guys. Yeah, yeah. Just the guys now. But like, you know, the crew. Hang out, crew. Yep, yep. So, so um, tell us about Taco Stuff, that's kind of the theme, theme of what we're doing. Taco Stuff, stuff, stuff I guess you call that kind of vlog. We've been doing for a while. We've got some guests on it. We're going around and go to more mom and pop Taco places and we rate tacos. I kind of ripped it off from the Dave Portnoy. Barstool Sports guy that does a feature review. I do a very similar to that for tacos. And I was in L.A. about three weeks ago. Kind of where I fell in love, love with tacos, tacos and, uh, and so I got to have, have tacos, tacos out there, there which are so, so more superior than tacos, tacos out, out here. here. And then uh, Andy, Andy has stepped, has stepped up, up to the challenge, and he, he, he may make the best tacos, tacos here in the area. area. It's gonna, we're going to find out tonight. tonight. So, so this is going to be an official taco stop inside your podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So is this your first taco stop in 2020? Yes, it is. And my first taco stop since returning to California, because I just after having those incredible tacos out there, I, I had I to wait, wait to the special, the right situation to have again here, here, and this and is this it tonight, 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 now. now. All right, so, so excluding California, because obviously California, California has the best tacos. tacos. Yes. yes. Where, where, where was the best place in Virginia, first first area, area that you had tacos? I, I think the one you brought me to, the one we did together, the Asador, correct? Yeah, Lafayette and Harrison. Yeah, I love steak bacon. Yeah, really, really, really quality tacos. I think those, and along with the, that was the taco truck you're trying Across from hard times, yeah. Four thousand yeah. yeah. rows, those kind of nagging, but I think the place you brought me to the best. Wow, wow, that's marinated. That's legit. That's good meat. Oh my god, that's good meat. Wow, wow. Okay, Andy went to the butcher shop. Wow, that's legit. Just meat. How long have you been marinated? Is that like a little bit of a Wow, I'm really, really dumb. dumb. As, as, as time goes on, I'm getting more and more excited about this. I hope it's not a secret because I wanted to ask you about the recipe. Why is that a secret? Why do you think so? Because Andy thought that he could talk to the top. So, why do you think you're a top guy? Yeah, where's your history with top guys? I love tacos in general. That's oh, very good. Mine are made as a job. Mine are made as a job. You do the love of the day. That's right. We're doing it right now. What's up? Peppers, onions, peppers, peppers, onions. Yeah, yeah. 
see me scrambling and put this mic in here yes i did yes. that's how much sooner i knew about the echo than you were informed about it. look at that look at that we are working with the true professional ladies and gentlemen he set this up thank you little impromptu studio here in his kitchen yeah for real for this real amazing the hospitality is amazing eric golden thank you for calling yeah letting me know uh apparently tony and andy are getting text messages too yeah we're very popular wow oh. what what kind of meat is that andy it's a ribeye now, I'm already going to tell you that they don't use that good of quality meat in California. They oh, definitely yeah. don't. They don't use ribeye. They use a cheaper quality meat and probably yeah. marinate it longer. Honestly, I'd say that's yeah. probably most of your taco yeah. choice. Yeah, I, yeah. So this is going to be, wow, this is going to be next level stuff right here. No, oh, yeah, that smells yeah. good. I feel bad for anyone who can't smell or taste yeah. these tacos. And you know what sucks about this taco stop is nobody, you have to pay Andy for his taco service. Yeah, these now. would be, I mean, I'm sure if the price is right. He would come to your house in a cute little outfit. I wear whatever you want. Booty right? shorts. Yep. Put him in some booty shorts and a, and a tank top, and he'll come do it for you for the price. If that's right. He'll fix all your leaky pipes and make you tacos. Snake your pipes. He'll snake hey. your pipes. <laughs> wow. Hey, speaking of which, bud, I used your bathroom the other night, and uh, when I flushed <laughs> the toilet, the... The, the, <laughs> the bathtub made a gurgle noise. So you need to go ahead and look at that. Um, just want right. to let you know. Sorry. Which one? Upstairs, Krusty's bathroom. Krusty's bathroom. Krusty. Yeah. yeah. And also, you need to let the cat know to keep toilet paper in the bathroom. That's going to be an issue. That. Well, it's the cat's bathroom. He doesn't usually use it. So. Right. That makes sense. Well, I didn't want to use his litter box because I felt that would be rude. Peed in the cat's litter box when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I got really mad and peed in my room. Tell us the funniest story that you can tell us, Andy. You went to your parents' house. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, no, that's we can't I, do that. That's why oh. I said that you can tell us. I'm concentrating oh. on cooking here. Okay, let, let me interrupt this real quick, and we got real deal stuff going on right now, because first of all, let me hold this up, Andy, real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Andy got street tacos. <clears throat> street tacos. He, so he did his research to know that I love the street tacos. That's what I 
that's to me is the gold standard of taco, the carne asada street taco. And I already like, he's, he's done like a buttered grill here. So he's taking these tortillas to the next level already, I can see. But that's real deal right there, I can tell you What's that. What's in this bowl over here, Mr. Mister? Uh, uh, avocado sour cream with a little bit of cilantro. cilantro. Oh, oh. And now you're, oh wow, this is some more next level stuff right here that I've never seen actually. He is pre-cheesing the tortillas. So that's a pre-cheese tortilla. Oh. On a buttered griddle. Yeah. This is good shit, ladies and gentlemen. So what's funny, too, is um, Andy and I are both German. We have German ancestry, family, whatever you want to... However, German blood... Yeah, it's a Deutschland, you know? Okay. And uh, Andy went to go see his parents <laughs> last night and had dinner and just told me that he was having... What was it you had, Andy? Schnitzel and Spätzle. Schnitzel <laughs> and Spätzle. All right, I understand the schnitzel. What's the Spätzle or whatever? Uh, they're like home... <clears throat> they're like German egg noodles, basically. Okay. German egg noodles. That sounds good. And then what was they it you good. gave me the other night when I came over to your house? The, the cookies. Uh, Leibkuchen. Leibkuchen. <laughs> Man. Are those special cookies? They're love cookies. Okay. Yeah. Love cookies. I don't know what they're made with. Love? Yes, they're definitely Loads made with love. love. They are my <laughs> of love. Of I'm scared of that one. Whoa. Yeah. Um, but no, oh my God, that took me back to like my childhood. As soon as I bit into that, that was... Uh, quite euphoric and nostalgic so it's <laughs> <laughs> it's cool uh the schnitzel is kind of like a german taco wouldn't you say andy a little bit uh, something bit. like a meat taco it's like uh, a meat egg roll schnitzel that's not a taco it's just a, it's a like a pork chop yeah what's the what are you talking about my grandma used to make something that was like wiener schnitzel Sorry, sir. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to do my research and All talk right. to my grandparents. All right. I'm sorry, guys. There's no no, there's no, no apologizing. This is your podcast. You can say whatever you want. It's your damn podcast, oh. man. It's yeah. not a podcast, it's not a but podcast. it's still yours. It's emphatically not a podcast. Yeah. Now, there was something my grandma used to make that was like... It was like a German thing that was rolled up. It was like some kind of cabbage or something rolled up in like a meat. Oh, uh, sauerbraten, I believe is what that's called. Sauerbraten. So Anthony's more, or Andy's more in touch with his German roots than I am. Okay. So, so well, always time. You're still young. My family still lives there or lives there on and off. So. Okay. I DJed in Biederveld, Germany, one time. Oh yeah, what was that like? It was it was amazing. You did a lot of time in Europe, didn't you? I just did one tour. It was a two-week tour. One one time. One time. I went to Barside gigs in Barcelona, Madrid, Amsterdam, and that uh, Germany. It was four gigs. Got any cool stories for us? What was your oh. favorite time in uh, Europe that you can talk about? You feel comfortable No, I feel all of them. Sir. All of them were great gigs. Um, as far as... I say the best experience was probably going to the red light district in Amsterdam and the coffee <laughs> shops in Amsterdam. What what big was, fan of coffee? Yeah, yeah. what was crazy? I do like coffee. What was crazy about what was crazy about the the red light district in Amsterdam? I was there in February and it was snowing. I mean, pretty heavy, you know, like the sideways snow. And we were there at night. And the first thing that struck me was that they were doing like walking tours. There were groups of like you know elderly folks in their sixties and seventies taking walking tours of the red light district. Huh. So, 
yeah, probably a lot of this I can't really tell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was there with a good buddy of mine, David Alvarado, uh, and Javier Lugo, Jose, and Mescua, the four of us. And, Shout uh, out to those guys. Yeah, it was a, was a good time. The, the, just experiencing that red light district and that culture and the coffee shops, just Amsterdam, being there in the winter with the snow, stayed in a really nice hotel right in the square there in the middle of Amsterdam where the Heineken, the, uh, like the Heineken, big Heineken okay. factory or whatever, you know, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought you were going to uh, put um, that on the steak there for a minute. Nope. On the, uh, that would be actually good on the steak. Evil um, and the, as far as the gigs go, oh, and, and that, that trip also, Oporto, Portugal. That's where my best gig was. That was the most incredible gig of my life. I'm telling you, it was in like this castle, oh, like yeah. real castle, right right on the Porto, Oporto River or whatever, the river that goes through that, that city. And uh, I was like down in the dungeon, and it's all just you know bricks and concrete and stuff like that. And yeah. I played like during when the sun came up, so the sun's coming through this dungeon window with the bars and just the most incredible house music. Bass. Oh, of course, yeah, bro. real deal. This is my real DJ days. You know what I'm saying? All right, yeah, man, that sounds nice. Steak here. I want to do a comedy show where you just described. Yeah, like one of those aha moments. Show the camera, yeah. uh, Andy. You guys, I hope you guys can see that. Wow. That's oh, yeah. cooked very nicely. Look at yeah. that. I would, I would call that a, a medium rare to medium. Uh, yeah, medium like, to rare to medium. Exactly sure. the way I like it. Yeah, that's the thing, too, is Andy's giving it just that more personal touch. It's that love. That's it's love, that love, dude. That's love. About. I mean, that's the, way, that's the way good food comes is made like that, made with love. I got the motherfucking munchies, yeah. too. So, <laughs> what, what would cause you to get those? Uh, lots of Bible study today. That's good. That's um, good. I studied the Bible and then I took a nap. You should do that. You know how it is. Look at the way that cheese is just melted on those tortillas. It's mm -hmm. just sitting there so patiently waiting. Yeah, this is looking <clears> good. <throat> this is probably the uh, tastiest podcast. <laughs> I had a, I, my podcast earlier today. It was from a little a new little restaurant kind of tavern. It was called Shorty's Tavern and Grill. So they, they fed us pretty well there. Nice. What did you guys have? We had... Um, I, I just had a, I, I, I was, this was on the back of my mind the whole time. So I wasn't going to do anything to screw this up. I didn't want to <laughs> eat anything that was close to tacos or just anything over. I didn't want to eat too much. Right. Because I wanted to be ready for this. So I had just a small hamburger, but I did try a little piece of a breakfast burrito. And the best thing I think that they had there, fried peanut butter and jelly. Ooh. It was amazing. Fried peanut butter and jelly. I just had a little, a little, a little corner of it. I mean, a little, Where yeah. was this place at? This is Shorty's Tavern and Grill. Like, I couldn't even tell you the roads. Like um, Post Oak, Ma yeah, like Orange, Locust Grove. I mean, kind of in some okay. big intersection okay. out there. So I actually interviewed um, Dan from the racetrack. Yeah, the other Dan Therese. Yeah. And um, one of the, the the biggest thing that stuck <clears throat> out to me was some food that they have down there. It's like a maple bacon peanut butter hamburger. I really wow. want to try that. Maple, peanut butter, <coughs> bacon, ham. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep, yep. I would try that. Down there at Dominion Raceway. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to do one of our podcasts from down there, too, soon, coming up. At soon. the 118 Bar and Grill? in New Orleans. Did really? It phenomenal. It was? What was it? I was also drunk. Well, everything well, you were in New Orleans. Phenomenal. Yeah. I can imagine New Orleans down there. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how you told me you were in New Orleans, and then you felt the need to tell me that you were drunk. I mean, we got to assume that. Yeah, that was kind of, <laughs> it comes with the win in Rome, right? Yeah, yeah. We either assumed you were drunk or showing your titties, one of the two. You know what I'm saying? Is it both? Yeah, hopefully. Uh, got a good friend, uh, 
Andy, you went to New Orleans a couple years ago, didn't you? Yeah, not that long ago. Um, like two years ago, coming up on two years. What was your favorite experience there? It's hard to remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, lots of Bible study, huh? Lots of Bible studying. Um, well, we went uh, to Frenchman Street. We stayed on Frenchman Street the first two nights. And honestly, I liked it more than bourbon. It's where the local people like to hang out and listen to music. Um, versus where all the tourists yeah, like to go right. and party. So that was nice. Actually wound up running into a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in like eight years. He just randomly owned a liquor store and a couple of bars down there. So he showed us around and That's cool. good time and everything. That's a good person to have in your back pocket. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Actually, I have a buddy, uh, Justin Tasson, that lives down there, and I'm excited to get down there and see him. Yeah, I just had a friend of mine move from L.A. there. to be, He's a sportscaster. Okay. So he just moved there recently, too. So, so yeah, why did you go to L.A., Tony? Let's talk I about went that. to go work on um, a documentary about, not about the whole house music picture, but a very specific kind of subgenre called Hard House that blew up in L.A. and Chicago and a couple other markets. Um during the mid-90s, mid to late 90s, so I was pretty uh, involved in that scene, so I was interviewed for it, and then I did the narrations for it as well. Okay. Yeah. You got that radio voice. Well, you know. You got face face for radio, too. And uh, you know? who was it that's doing that? Where can people look for something like um, that? My good buddy, uh, Mike Flores, and it's okay. it's going to be out, I think it's coming out in February, and just, just follow my social media, and I'll... I'll be talking all about that and posting the links and stuff like that. So I think it's coming out in February. Very excited about that, man. That was that was kind of like the time in L.A. that really, you know, was was kind of my peak time and really blew me up as an artist and producer and DJ, touring DJ and stuff like that it's because of that time and, and producing that music and stuff like that. Right. Kind of, you know, it's kind of near and dear to yeah, me. Yeah, 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 man. I mean, if it wasn't for it wasn't for Hard House, there wouldn't be a Tony B. Right. You know? So. How old were you back then? Wow, you're asking the you're hitting the hard hitting Barbara Walters <laughs> questions now. You're gonna make me cry, motherfucker. Sorry. Um, I mean, let's see. What was your childhood like? Time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, a sad child. Born in Culpeper, Virginia. And, uh, I'm, no. Sorry. No. I'm sorry. No. Um, no, I love the pep. I love the pep. I mean, I was you know like early. What was that? No, like late twenties, early thirties. You know. So about my age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About your age. Yeah, yeah. That's when you went out to California. I went. I moved there. Wow. Going deep. I moved there in '86 right. in my early early 20s. Okay, so, so I moved there in '86, and uh, just uh, a guy that uh, had hired me out here in D actually up in Maryland to DJ at a place was from California. He was opening up a club out there, and just out of the blue, like I hadn't talked to him or hadn't seen him in like a year, year and a half, and called me out of the blue, say, "Hey, I'm opening up a club out here. I remember you. How good you were, and I want you to come be my DJ." Cool. I packed up my little Nissan Sentra with everything I owned and on my way to the West Coast, baby. Nice. Yeah. And Nissan Sentra. Nissan How long did it take you to get out there? Um, I took my time because the, the guys that um, were opening up the club out there knew people that owned clubs kind of in a lot of major cities. So I stopped kind of along the way and oh, went to okay. kind of zigzag took my time you know enjoyed some cities and that's kind of how i plan on getting out to yeah. california too is. you got it i mean there's a couple you know there's the northern route and then there's the southern route you know i think it depends on yeah, oh I'm boy i think it i think it depends on you know the time of year that you're going with you'll pick the route that way all right so are we going to move into there for the taco stop you can you can try it standing up right here you can try it in there okay if i'm gonna i mean you tell we me can, where you want to do it because i need to get my camera for the taco stop um, I want to record it too. You can go sit down in the studio and okay. we'll meet you in there. All right, yeah, that. I'm not going to start till you guys right, come in. Scott, well, then if you want to give me a hand here. Yeah, yeah, what do you need from me, Mr. Uh, Schuster? All right. Yeah, these are like number one tacos in all of the Fredericksburg. Oh, Eric want tacos? Eric, you want a taco? Sure. 
Alright. Well, then um, we need those on plates. Okay. Steak on each one of those. With what? My fingers? Oh, sh sorry. Here. All right, all right. I'm in here in the studio now. Gonna see what uh, all the comments are. Who's in here watching right now? What's up, Eric? What's up, Amanda? What's up, Dustin? Where are the guys in there working? I got my two tacos right here. They look phenomenal. Those guys are in there preparing some more tacos. And again, Andy made these tacos with ribeye steak. Uh, normally, you know, when you go to a taco place, they're definitely not using that good a quality piece of meat. So I'm very excited about these. He grilled up some onions and peppers to put on it. He made a special guacamole, cilantro, and sour cream kind of uh, dressing to put on it. I mean, it's kind of like a souped up guacamole. I can't quit your babe. <laughs> Andy, oh do you God. have a name for this guacamole thing you got here? Um, uh, guacamole sour cream. <laughs> okay, all right. I thought maybe it was a special Andy. Did you some salsa on this? Nope. Evil Monstar. Yeah, salsa, sour cream. Yeah, it's already got the salsa on it. No, I don't garnish with cilantro. You know, um, who said that? Gabriel, he didn't put cheese on sir. it because I, I don't think these tacos you really need All cheese. Right. A lot of the carne asada tacos yeah. I get, uh, the real street tacos don't really have cheese on them. You know what I'm saying? It's normally just the, the corn tortilla, the steak, the cilantro, onion, you know, not too many places. Some places will put the crumbing up, the, the queso fresco on it. That's just my opinion. But, I mean, you can't go, brother... Gabriel, you can't go wrong with cheese. That we could put cheese Everyone on there. Everyone was messing about the audio. The audio sucks right now. Sorry, guys. They're in there working. We're we're making this work on the fly. Here comes Scott. Scott's coming in. I'm gonna check my camera angle, Scott. Here, real quick. All right. So what's fun? What's funny is uh, there are people who are. Uh, unhappy about the audio echo it was clean coming through the uh website i didn't hear the uh facebook monitoring because i wasn't i wasn't listening on facebook i was only listening through the website so uh hey if you listen to that playback you'll get the first five minutes of the podcast that you may have missed because of the audio issues that was just a technical issue we were testing you to make sure you were really listening yeah Echo, echo, echo. This is your interview. Today on This Is Not a Podcast, we're talking tacos with Tony B. That's fine, bud. That's fine. We got him. One second, I'm coming. This lettuce is phenomenal. Where what's, did you get this lettuce? I, what's really cool is like this is like a little behind the scenes yes. for. It's a podcast within a podcast. That's what my podcast is. It's called Behind the Grind. Oh, it's perfect. We talk about stuff, you know. So this is like behind behind yeah, the grind. Behind the grind, grind. Should do a um, coffee podcast. Coffee cast. Coffee. That's trademark that one. Mm. You're welcome. 
And he even, I don't know if you guys got the garnish. I even got a garnish on my plate. I did. I put it on my tacos, though, because yeah. I like cilantro. I, li I like how little Andy is working in the background. In the <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> and the picture in picture still in the Andy, kitchen. Andy, say something. PNP, baby. Andy, All speak right, to me. Here I come. Breathe. He's working hard, man. He's. All right, he's on his Here way. Here comes Andy. All right, all right. Thank you, sir. Oh. Yes. All right, Andy, I'm going to run in and do a pelvic right. thrust. Don't get scared when I do the pelvic thrust, okay? I'm already scared. We got him. <laughs> All right, guys, this is a very special edition of Taco Stop. I'm here with Andy, Evil Monstar, an incredible DJ, a friend of mine here in the Fredericksburg area. Also on the other side, you can't see him. Scott Wharton is here, also here running the show is my buddy EK. So we've got a, a, a talented room. But right now I'm concentrating on my special guest, Andy, because he made me tacos. Andy says he can make the best tacos here in the area. He knows about Taco Stop. So, Andy, describe the tacos you made for us. Uh, these are a cilantro lime fajita taco. Cilantro lime fajita taco, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. That's it. All right. You made it with ribeye steak. Ribeye steak which from again, our local butcher shop. Again, downtown Fredericksburg. Yep. What's the name of that? Uh, the butcher shop, I think. Boom. Just like that. So, normally, you know, when you get carne asada tacos from a taco truck, a mom and pop taqueria kind of taqueria sorry kind of place it's definitely not this level quality of meat it's usually a cheaper cut of meat like a skirt steak or something mm -hmm. like that and they marinate yep. it a lot and then they cut it up into small pieces this is going to be great quality meat from locally sourced from a butcher i should shut up and just start eating it's also got like a little um saute of vegetables on there he's got this this special kind of guacamole sauce he's going to explain what i do is we rate this from a zero to five scale Five being best, you can use decimals. Eat the taco, rate the taco. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, Gabriel, you know what? I forgot. I'm an idiot. You asked about the cheese. He did this special thing with the cheese. We put the tortilla on a grill to warm up and then let the cheese melt on the tortilla. So there is a layer of cheese on the tortilla, which is incredible. Again, bro, the meat, the quality of the meat is impeccable. You marinated it for like four hours, something mm -hmm. like that. Cooked medium rare. I love the way you chopped it up and then threw it back in the, the pan for a second. It's a legit, really good taco, brother. Glad to hear it, man. Glad to hear Describe it. Describe your, to, to my taco stop people, the, the little guacamole sauce you made. So it's basically just a mashed up um, avocado with uh, sour cream and a little bit chopped up cilantro. I like the way you kind of... I, I was looking over his shoulder when he did it. He chopped up first, did mush the avocado, then put the cilantro kind of, and kind of, I would say, without a muddler, but kind of muddled it in mm -hmm. and, and got that flavor together and yep. then threw the sour cream in there. I thought that was incredible. I love also the, the touch of the grilled vegetables on top. I've never had that before. That's really, really good. These are really, really good, Andy. Glad to hear it. To hear it. I mean, this is like, you can't even call this like a regular taco. This is definitely an elevated taco. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I guess you could yeah. say that for sure. <laughs> wow. I mean, the meat. 
I gotta mm-hmm. give me some. I, I've had I've gotten a few things from that butcher shop, but it's been a minute. I'm going back. I actually try and buy all my um, meat from there if I can. Um, you know, they're, they're, all, their, all their meat comes from farms in Fredericksburg in the area. Um, everything's hormone-free, free-range, natural. Um, and that makes a huge yeah. difference in flavor. Um, I agree. I, I, I actually will eat pieces of their steak raw. It's, it's that good. Wow. All right. I'm gonna, I, when we do this, I let the guests score first. I know it's going to be a biased homer score, which is to be expected. They're, they're phenomenal. So one to five. I'm sorry, zero to five scale, five being best. Um, I would actually say four. These are probably not actually my best tacos, but you're, I mean, you're out of your element. Yeah. You're a little, but, but props, dude, because coming into a strange kitchen and killing it. I would say four. All even right. four. All right. Now, Thank you. this is my first taco stop since being in California and doing four taco stops out there. And I fell in love with tacos in California when I lived in California. So it's a very, but these are similar, but a much different and again, very elevated taco. Appreciate so that. I'm going to go. I got one more bite. <laughs> but I mean, this is, I, I love the little special things you did that putting that cheese on the tortilla was a really cool move. Hopefully everybody can hear us now, now that we're back in the studio. All right. I'm going 4-4. Going 4-4 on this taco. Again, this isn't, I'm not going to put the, I would eat this taco every day, but I'm not going to put this in your everyday taco category with the elevated meat and the special techniques you use and stuff like that. Fair enough. I'm going to call this a special occasion taco. And anytime you're having this special occasion, please call me. Uh, anytime Tony B here is yeah. a special occasion. Yeah, so. I mean, so th- this is a phenomenal taco, and I really sincerely, brother, appreciate all the effort that you went to. That of course, It means man. a lot to me. It means of a lot to me. That, that's a phenomenal taco. Scott, you're in the room, too. Scott's over here. He's off camera because it's just everything camera-oriented is better that way with him off camera. Yeah, yeah. But give us your score and your r- quick review on the taco. Um, They were really fucking good, Andy. Um, I would probably go with you guys and give it a four, too. But it would be hard to find better. But no. those those tacos that we got to go there and try them, bro. Well, you got to bring some twenty four karat gold leaf to put on the steak before <laughs> I put it on the taco, but I couldn't find it in time. So I know how that goes, man. I know how that goes. gold leaf's hard to find. It is. Real, real quick, and I'll finish up my taco shop. Ek from over there, give us a score real quick, zero to five. I'm gonna go four point five. Four point five. Oh, yeah. Highest score from the host. Um, highest score from our host here. I would only. I I only. It would have been perfect. This is a phenomenal taco for me. Uh, I'm not into the, the jalapeno. There I'm, is no I'm, jalapeno. What is spicy here? What is, um, maybe, maybe in that salsa. Yeah, uh, yeah, it could be the salsa. It could be the salsa, actually. So you, you know, you like it a little I, more I like mild. them super mild, yeah, when it comes to tacos. I like hot sauce, but not on my tacos. Fair enough, fair enough. But phenomenal tacos. Phenomenal so. tacos. They were really good. Meat is, the meat is so yeah, tender the meat and delicious. I'm telling you, downtown Fredericksburg Butcher yeah, Shop. That's yeah, where you should get your meat. All right, so I, I hijacked Scott's. This is not a podcast to do this taco stop. No, so fine, let me wrap dude. up that part when we get back to your podcast. Do whatever but, you want, Tony. Brother, again, thank you so much. Right, phenomenal no problem, tacos. Man, that's no a problem. taco stop right here. EK, what do you call your studio here? Yep. FXPG, FXPG Public, Public Radio, Radio Studio. That's where we're at. That's where this taco stop came at you from. 4445. Four. four and four. So far, the best tacos I've had in Virginia. Hell yeah, That's I'm a taco honored. stop. Peace, love, music, we out. Peace, love, music.
<clears throat> so that was Taco Stop, everybody. If you haven't uh, subscribed to that, like that on Facebook, check Tony out. Um, I know a lot of people who follow me probably already follow that because I did one with Tony, which was super fucking fun. Um, damn. I'm I'm just I'm still hungry. <laughs> thank 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 you Andy. Thank you for dinner, dude. That was delicious. And uh, hopefully, Fredericksburg Butcher Shop appreciates our plugs. Go down and check them out. I wish that Ike Sandwich Shop was still uh, downstairs. That place was really good. All right, Tony. Eric, so. they were great. Amanda, yes, awesome. All right. So, sir. Hi. Compared to. The places that you said were the top two from last year, because this is your first, this is your first one of twenty twenty. So yes. it's, I mean, it's obviously it's the best tacos you've had this year. This taco stuff. <laughs> yes. But compared to last year, where do they stand? Where do they stand with the tacos from California? Again, it's a little bit. I think it's more of a, a boutique, a specialty taco. I think it's too elevated to really com- put it in that same category. I love the fact that he used the street taco el- elements, but with that. That ribeye steak, and then the, the technique he did with the cheese and stuff like that, and then they don't saute the places out there. I've never been to any place that sautéed the vegetables like that. Uh, I just think it's it's elevated. It's a little bit different category of taco, but so, I mean, but like I said, best one I've had in Virginia. So how do they compare to your wife's tacos? <sighs> wow, hard hitting. <laughs> Again, I'm going to put it in a different category. My <laughs> wife makes a more traditional Smart a man. traditional taco. She makes a great chicken taco. And, and actually at home, if we make tacos a lot, we'll just make the old school ground beef tacos. If we make carne asada tacos, normally it's me cooking it on the grill and doing the chop and the heavy lifting. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of work, Andy, yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah. So they, they compare very well. So what are you having us over for a taco cookout? We will. Well, I mean, I'll have, I'll have Dora make some tacos for all of us sometimes. But I, I, I'm not going up against him, dude. That's too good. That's elevated. It's I mean, really good, Andy. Yeah. Dude. Thanks, man. I really like that um, the avocado sour cream yeah. cilantro sauce that you made. Thank you. I gave it a little extra. Yeah. A little panache. Yep. You think you're better than me, don't you? Just a tad. You do some. He does some serious meals in the in the in the lodge yeah, over there, bro. He sent some snaps of them. Yeah, I yeah. mean, didn't you do some with asparagus the other day? Was that at the lodge? You did that? Yeah, I did that. Asparagus, Anytime. jalapenos, and what? It was like asparagus, red onions, mushrooms, yellow squash, jalapenos. And this is in the lodge on a hot plate. Yeah, on a skillet. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> then I threw in like some spices with it and some peanut butter, and it made it like some knockoff pad thai. It's really good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you did put a little peanut butter kind of thing mm-hmm. in there. This, uh, this like, you guys were all talking about peanut butter earlier. There's like a little peanut butter th- theme yeah, going on. You were talking about peanut butter earlier. Yeah, yeah, the PB&J, the fried PB&J. Yeah, that's fried that's PB&J. right. Yeah, 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 I'm going to have to go try that. That yeah. sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah, I wish Sprelly was still open downtown. I thought they were. No, the, I mean, that that's the Made in Virginia store that they were in is still open. But I don't think Sprelly still makes stuff down I think there. They sell at the farmers market though. Okay. Yeah. Because they had like all kinds of gourmet <laughs> peanut butter and jellies. We're doing all kinds of weird shit. Right. Mm. I love getting creative with food like that, man. I mean, why not? Inventing things. Yeah, it's like an art form. Well, the whole way you know now with with technology and all these cable channels and the internet, all these food. Everybody's a foodie now. You know, mm. everybody's got their own show and stuff like that. Right. And people like this that should have his own show. Just do it for podcast occasionally. He just had one. Just I like, just do it for love. That's yeah. all. See, that's the thing. Yeah, you know, anytime. You know, that's funny because you you kind of compare that to you know I'm I'm a professional in what I do. You know, what I'm saying as an entertainer, a DJ, producer, whatever. And a lot of times when you don't get to do it, we all started for the love, 
And then when you get in, I've been doing this 30 years. Yeah. yeah. You know, I go through a lot of stretches of time where the love, there's, I can't find the love. Right. And right, it's just right. for the grind and for the money. You know, and then sometimes you got it. When you get to the love and you do things for the love, it's completely different it feeling. It recharges you. Yeah, and from completely all different experience times. than doing it yep. just for the money. So you've been doing it for 30 years, Tony. Basically, I mean, you've been contracted by other places, but you've basically been freelance DJ working yeah, for I mean, yourself. I've worked That's... for people, but I've considered myself being, you know, those have always been like a, a radio station or a record label or, or something like that, some kind of entity like that. Right. So. <clears throat> But it's always been doing what you love with, with yeah. your creative passion. Yeah. So what advice do you have for, I mean, Andy and I or anybody watching that wants to be a comedian, a DJ, an entertainer of any sort that hits that struggle or hits that barrier, you know? Um... Well, I think both you guys are doing it the right way. You know, you're, you, you don't go into it full time until it merits it. You know what I'm saying? And we went through my buddy J.D. Roberts, who I think you guys know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Very talented kid that I work with, you know. Uh, he, he was doing the full-time job and then doing that as a part-time thing. And he came to me and, and Mark Toller, who everybody here knows. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. And we all sat down and he said, look, I'm thinking about doing this. And we, we really, you know, kind of, you look at it, well, how much money are you making at your regular job? Well, how much money are you making consistently on your, on your gigs and stuff like <clears> that? <throat> and if you were to do it full-time, you know you could make this much more and you could take it to this kind of level. So I think, you know, waiting at the right point to make that jump is very important because nowadays, you know, everybody's a DJ, everybody's a producer, everybody's a comedian, everybody that has a, a smartphone, which is everybody, is anything they want to be. They're an Instagram right. model, they're right. this, they're that. So, you know, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody for that grind, you know, yeah. go after yours, do what you want to do. But until, until you're at that point where you can support yourself, don't put yourself in a bad situation. You know, yeah, that would be my advice. But you know, follow your dreams, and everything everything's right that right in there, and the laptop, and everything's right here. You need all the resources are there. It's just how hard do you want it? You know, how hard do you want to work for it? I mean, another thing I'd say is is don't don't overcommit yourself. Don't take every show that comes your way. Um, pick and choose them wisely. Just because if you know you you play twenty shows in a row and only a few of them are ones that you loved playing, then it, it becomes disheartening and you, you know you kind of get tired of doing it. And, and that for me, I'd rather play five shows where everybody comes out and it's it's a great show than play twenty and then only ten people are. At but see most again, fun. that's where you've made the right decision not to jump in it full time. Where if you're in it full time, you're gonna have to take those twenty shows. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I think is the is the pivotal decision mm -hmm. is when is the right time to make that jump yep. so yeah um so you guys are both djs what do you think about the Fredericksburg scene what do you think i mean dj scene or musically in general musically in general but specifically like the genre that you guys prefer you like house oh i, know I mean i think for, i think for what we both prefer it's really it's sad yeah it's i mean there's a few i mean again Props to the few guys that are doing it and giving mm -hmm. us a few places to go play and do right, it. Right. I mean, we all have we all have homies, you know, that we work with that we would all get together and, and we could we got the money, we got the resources to do the shows, but we don't get the crowds. Yep. Right. You know, so we have to we have to take our talents to to up to DC or Northern Virginia. Like I was at Transit yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, which is a phenomenal outlet on a Wednesday night up in in Fairfax, or we got to we got to take it down to Richmond or something like That's that. That's Al Harris's gig, right? Um, I, I go with Matt. Okay. Matt Dillon is the main yeah, my yeah. contact there. 
But uh, I think I think Al, yeah, is involved with that. I've as seen well. videos of that that yeah. cake you did up there. It looked fun, and yeah. you were DJing because you know when we go when I go see you out at Hard Times or wherever it is locally, you're you're spinning like. I don't want to say top 40, but more we, like... We call it kind of open format, which you play a little bit of everything. You play some more... It's more familiar stuff. More familiar right, music. Right, right. But where you went, that was more specialized and more towards what you want to play. That, yeah, I mean, that's more my roots where I blew up. You know, when we talked about earlier, the years that I blew up in L.A. I mean, I would... I was a touring DJ artist before there was money in it. Right, you right. You know what I'm saying? The way these guys are, you know, millionaires making 10, 20, 30 million a year. You know, I was making, I was making 50, 60,000 a year and I was, I was happy as, happy as a pig in shit. You know what I'm saying? I was flying coach, staying in motel sixes, but I loved it. I loved every minute yeah. of it because the gigs I were doing were true underground before the VIP sections, before the velvet ropes and the, you know, the hundred dollar tickets and stuff like that. You know, I was doing gigs where they're breaking into warehouses in front of me to set up the sound system, you know, just that raw. <laughs> that know? sounds fucking so, fun, I mean, dude. To, it's, I'm sure the guys, the upper tier guys, you know, it's a great life, you know, what they're doing right now. But I mean, I wouldn't have traded the way I came up for anything. Oh, yeah. You know? No, the, that like old 90s rave, like warehouse scene, the way you just described it sounds yeah. super fun and just. I mean, I truly, people were it. there for the music and people wanted to be, but they did not want to hear music that they had heard before. They went, I mean, and you do a lot, you still do gigs like that. That's yeah. where you pick and choose the right ones. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That That's what That's what I lived, you know. That's when I was touring and, you know, I, I played, all my music was still vinyl, but I was playing white labels and stuff that people didn't know what it was. And they, they, they ate it up. They couldn't wait to hear stuff that they hadn't heard before. That's a completely different gig than a hard times, which is, you know, your community bar. Basically, right. you know, it's the nicest one in town. It's the biggest one, the best sound system, the best lights, great staff, everything. But it's just a big community bar. And that's, you know, every once in a while, maybe you can do a night there every three or four years where you right. may be able to pull off a good show like that. But that's not the crowd that's there. You know, the crowd, the crowd that wants to hear the kind of music that Andy and I want to play, whether it be the, you know, the dubstep, the drum and bass, the techno, the house, whatever, whatever, you know, the underground, underground shit. You know, they're here. But we can't get them all together at the same place at the, at right the same time. time. You know, they're scattered. They're going there, to Richmond. There's not they're going that to... many here either. Yeah. That's the thing. We have kind yeah. of an older town yeah. as far as our demographic. And, I mean, true. Um, I think as much as, as electronic music went mainstream, it also dipped back down away from that somewhat. Um, and, you know, people... People kind of associate it with just partying and stuff now, too. So, you know, if they're not partiers, quote unquote, they're not as inclined to necessarily come out either. Yeah, yeah. Well, it gets, of course, if we're talking about underground, we're talking about raves, it gets the connotation of drug use. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let's, I mean, that's the, and of course, that happens. But that's not what the scene is based upon. Yeah, but that happens saying? at every. It happens at happens at polka events. Yeah, right? you know, <laughs> I mean, they're getting drunk and partying at polka events yeah. too. Doesn't matter. Well, it's like you know. Celebrate Virginia used to have Skinner and Hank yeah. Williams and all of them mm -hmm. down there. How many people were down there getting rip shit fucked up on Fireball and Jack right. Daniels and Jim Beam and, yeah. you know, falling down in the mud drunk and beating the hell out of each other? So <clears throat> that's just people, I think, too. Yeah. Uh, I think it's about finding the right venue for you guys, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, that's another thing. Fredericksburg's a hard place to have a venue for that. The one place that we did that was successful in doing that lost their liquor license because of it. And the one stipulation of them having a liquor license again was that there was absolutely no electronic yeah. music shows. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. Where was that? Uh can we should we say? Can... 
Is that um, Central? This ain't my yeah, podcast. Yeah, Casey's. Yeah, yeah. Central Station. Well, but you guys did a show there recently, but it seemed like because of the way that things were in the past that there had to be way more yep. stipulations. Nobody under 21, no bags, purses, yeah. anything was, like that. And they made it in. it was they made it too difficult for it to be successful. Right. And yeah. then we added to make it not just a, a an EDM event, we added a rock band at the at the yep. beginning of it yep. try to make it more right. of a festival, you know, variety of music, you know, which right. was cool. I think it's a cool thing. Um isn't there there's a show coming up though in town, isn't there? And it's got more of that underground vibe. Two of them. Two of them. Uh, f- the, uh I think it's the nineteenth of this month at the rec center, your spot. Okay. Um I love the rec center. Yeah. Melissa and them are great. And, and they got they got liquor now too. Not they just, just they got, got their liquor license their liquor at the rec license, center. So oh, that's wonderful. Be huge yeah, wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so come to my comedy show on Thursday. Would, they got Jameson they, there. Oh, if they have Jameson, I'm there. Different man. story there. And they yeah. got great price point on the liquor too. It's not, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not crazy. At this point, they kind of got it, but... No, that place... I love that place so much. But I, I remember you telling me that you guys were about to do something at Rec, and... Yeah, is that yeah, Dustin? Well, no, that's Dustin's doing that's, that? That's, that's Dustin Hill. Uh, or, Dustin, yeah, Dustin Spoon. Spoon. I don't know yeah. why I said Hill. Dustin Spoon. February He's, 15th. Uh, Base room at the Rec Center on February 15th. That's Ooh. what it is. So a little Valentine's Day yeah, action. Yeah, awesome, dude. Great. Love that. Okay. That'd be a good spot for it too, man. It is a nice a spot. spot There's a nice too. stage there. That's There's a, a nice good size space. room for what we want to do. Yeah, yeah, it'll look crowded with a few yeah. few people yeah, in yeah. there. It um, holds the energy well. That room. Yeah. yeah. Feels like your basement. Yeah. Love it. Right. Right. Love it. Yeah. My my favorite thing about the rec man is the owners. They're so, so willing cool. to work with yeah. you, and they're so cool and down to earth. It's. And they want to support local music. Yes, they really understand that that we need a, a better local scene around here too. Well, it's like, you know, I talked to Dan the other day, and they're about to start doing live and local um, Friday nights at 118 Bar and Grill. That's down at Dominion. Down there at yeah. Dominion at the racetrack, which a lot of people don't know about that place. It's a really nice, clean bar up there. The whole the whole place down there, from the racetrack to the, the, group, the group music hall to the outdoor places that they have, and they're still building other stuff down there, too. It's a, it's a great place. It's just, I think that place needs... They need that one big act and that one big show to really put them on the map. Mm-hmm. You know I think it's coming. Too. I think yeah, they're work. I think it's going to happen this summer. Definitely. Yeah, especially with Celebrate Virginia being gone and they got that big stage down there. And I think a lot yeah. of people like you and I want to write that place off just because it's a racetrack and we're associated with like redneck culture or whatever. But no, they not do a lot of cool stuff down they, there. They do. Um, my thing is the location of it. Is it's kind of it's further away from where it's we a little are. further away from us and everything else. So people that are going to want to come out and drink and stuff at these shows may yeah, like, that's a little hard place to Uber home from. Right, right. right. That's true. So that that's my only issue yeah. with it. But I get why it's there because it's a racetrack. It's yeah. loud. Yeah. It's right. big. Yeah. And but it, again, at the end of the day, like I mean, you you get on ninety five right here. It's like seven minutes. You know? Right. Yep. But yeah, it's one thing that frustrates me about this town because, like, like when I went to Bowling Green, Kentucky, it's it's a music town. Yeah. Like every almost every little bar that you go into has live music playing. You know what I mean? Or, or a lot of the bars do has a live yeah. band playing, and I feel like that's something that Fredericksburg is missing out on. Well, but I think that's what when you asked the question initially, I think the live music scene is is pretty strong here in this area. Personally, I mean, you know, I don't get out like you do, but. I mean, I you know, like my buddies JD and Big Rob, they're playing you know Thursday, Friday, Saturdays every week. I mean, That's there's true. tons of great acoustic people and right. small bands here. I think I think this is a, a good town for that, personally. 
I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe I'm out of touch. I feel like but... back in the day they used to book more music acts in town, just yeah. in general. Yeah. I mean, Brock seemed to used to have live music all the time. I think they do every Thursday, um, Friday, Saturday. Do still. they still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just they they cut out the DJing there. So they're, uh, you know, they had to get a little more low key under the radar right, when they're right. doing the DJ thing. Got a little wild, and you have your incidents, and you have your police involved. You know, everything goes in cycles here in this town. Yeah, yeah. that's you true. You know, you got okay. We we got a little too hot for a minute. Right. You know, the the spotlights on us. They're watching us. Let's dial it back for a little while. You know, mm. and even when I was doing uh, stuff downtown at Castiglia's, you know. They, uh, you'd come out and they got the police got the big pole up with the camera right there on William Street. So yep. they're getting a little rowdy on the stretch here between Castiglia's and Bourbon Room, and we see you kids. Yeah. So you got to tone it down a little bit, and you got to lay under the radar for a little while, and then somebody else, something happens at somebody else's venue to shine the spotlight on them, and then you right. start doing your thing again. Right. We know we know how they play the games. Right, that is kind of how it yeah. goes. Because it's not like they can shut every place down yeah, for no. having too much fun. And it's, it's a lot of that, what I'm talking about, is downtown. Yeah. Because right. downtown, <laughs> I think, is it's like so amazing and has such potential, but it's the old boy network that's still in place down there. It's like, no, we really don't want them to have fun down here. Yeah. We not want them to that. come down here and spend money, but we really don't have them that – we don't want them to have that much fun. Yeah. And I get them not wanting, like, trouble, but – it's alcohol. Like, it comes with the territory. Yeah. Again, you know? like you say, you say all the time, I know when your big things is, you know, how in America, how do we how do we legalize this and promote this and, and, and market this like crazy? And then something like weed or something, which is, you know, a lot of people say is much less destructive than alcohol. You know, you know it's just you talk about it all the time. Yeah. You know? And I try not to be like, it's not like I'm trying to be a prohibitionist <laughs> or anything. Yeah. It's just pointing out the facts i don't know people get stupid when they get on alcohol and it's not yeah. everybody yeah. and it's not every time yeah of course and it's not every alcohol you i do stupid things i mean I, that i i i gotta get to one of your parties andy i've got to <laughs> i've been invited i've got to get to one of your parties i've heard some amazing yeah. things happen you want to talk, parties. You want to talk about your birthday party we can talk about it um i is there certain things that are off the table for discussion um is the DJ and the porn off the table for discussion? Because <laughs> I really want to delve into that. Nah, we can. I guess we can delve into it. I'm not going to badmouth anybody. I'm just, no. I mean, we can talk oh, yeah. about it, though. It's all right. He that told me I went fun. to pick up Scott the morning after his big birthday party because I had a gig that night. I couldn't go. But um, they were telling me the story of where, you know, the party was getting to the raging mode. He had a kind of a, a upper-level DJ friend. We won't use names come down from from up north mm -hmm. to dj for you good buddy of yours wears a mask when he djs right yep okay so i know guys that dj him back in la wears a mask wears like the nacho the the mexican wrestler mask oh, yeah, DJs. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. but um so at a point of the party it's like okay we got a big screen tv we have access to pornographic material actually it was a projector oh so we're talking <laughs> real big huge so <laughs> oh, wait a minute oh wait a minute <laughs> was it set up where at certain angles it looks like this this guy this dj is taking big dicks to the head I mean, or it, something it was like that? directly behind him okay. um however i will say full disclaimer it was pretty softcore porn it's like that free shit they send like you when you Cinemax buy lingerie or like that. yeah when you yeah. buy lingerie online they send okay. you the free dvd with it or something okay, like so that so there were no so. big dicks swinging around or anything like that yeah i think it was actually all girl on girl for the most part and so this dj got so offended at girl on girl yeah that he packed up and left was he, supposed to stay at your house for the weekend and just bailed out right then and there yep yep he uh for he, girl on he, girl he turned, he turned his stuff off and unplugged immediately he's like 
I don't, and I don't wait, support the whole this. Music stopped in the place. Yeah, yeah, it got dead silent. Said I, I, I don't like support the, this. Thank I'm you not for the parental advisory, EK. Thank you. I don't support. <laughs> I don't good. support this. You know, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I mean, it's my house. It's my birthday, yeah. and so it's my rules. So. And it's girl on girl it's soft like... porn. I was offended because the quality of the porn wasn't even <laughs> that just, good. Yeah, the yeah, production yeah. value was off. That's the shitty part. You're at the one X. You're like, where's the triple X, baby? Yeah. But then you know what? Trade Justice saved the day. He he came through, spun a whole porn set for us. Like, <laughs> it was great. If was anybody great. can kill a porn set, it's Trey Justice. Trey Justice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Shout out Trey. I'm gonna go over to his house tomorrow. Right. Work on some stuff. Twelve noon, baby. Probably means more like three <laughs> for me and him. <laughs> no, that was fun though. Uh, so before I came to your party, I was like, man, I was like studying fractals all day because I'm weird. But I was like, man, it'd be cool to put some like fractals on the on the screen in your living room. And then I got there and they had the projector screen and it was like all the trippy visuals, fractals and okay. shit like that. And then after a certain point, we had just got. Uh, we read too much of the Bible is what happened. We too many verses of yeah. the Bible. And, Became too enlightened. Yeah, too enlightened. I think Ben, it was Ben that was like, Hey, Andy, <laughs> let's put porn on the projector. And it was fucking funny. That was a good time. I thought, I thought it was a nice touch, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a nice house touch. party, your birthday, a little wild. I'm not a DJ, but if I was, like, and everybody's different. But there was something about it that fit the aesthetic so perfectly, like lasers, porn, yeah, fucking electronic music. Maybe next music. year we'll hire strippers to come, and they can just dance the whole time, so nobody can say, "I oh, don't know, I don't want the porn on the screen." I think so. you just put people in the beat lab and have them live fucking. Like, I can. Why can not do that too? The real like German thing. We'll stream it. <laughs> stream it. This is chat. not an orgy. <laughs> this is not an orgy. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so what else do we... What have you got in your notes there, Scotty? Oh, uh, it's my list of people to kill. It just says oh, self okay. a bunch of times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and self, then at self. the bottom, Eric Golden, underlined <laughs> three times. <laughs> yes, my mortal enemy. I fucking love Eric. Eric, thanks for calling us earlier, letting yeah, us man. know about the bad quality. I had... Mike let us know. I was too. already panicking about yeah. it because it was the it was the iPhone. There was a microphone built uh, into the iPhone. Oh. And uh it was it was looping back and back and back and it kept on and it kept repeating. Uh but like I said, there will be an audio version that has clean audio. All right. The so, actual uploaded. Right. Yeah. Tony, we got your your castle story, right? Yeah. Andy, what's your favorite rave story? Your favorite it doesn't even have to be a performance. It can be just like a festival you went through or something. Your favorite one you can tell. You feel comfortable oh, telling. Oh, man. All right. So uh, a certain friend of ours that we have, um, this last festival we went to, he um, he had to come a day late because he slacked on getting his early bird tickets. Um, so he had to come a day late. On his way there, he started getting tired. So he decides he's going to pull off on uh, the next exit and take a nap for a little while while that next exit ended up being one of those runaway gravel truck ramps. He goes flying off the road into that thing, has to get towed out of it, gets super late to the festival the next day. So we like party and hang out with them all day. So granted, bear in mind, we took an RV to this festival and we're like, nobody's coming in here. It costs a lot of money. We want our deposit back. Like we don't want any of you wooks in here. <laughs> and so we, uh, that was like a steadfast rule with everyone. And, Whatever. So we part ways at the end of the night. 
me and Katie are laying in bed. It starts raining. I'm like, oh man, turn the laptop off the movie or we were watching. I'm like, let's listen to the rain. It's just coming down. We hear thunder, lightning. Next thing you know, I'm like, no, it's probably just some drunk person. Like, let's just just keep sleeping. I was like, help, emergency, emergency, emergency. I'm like, what? Like, no, there's no way there's an emergency. I'm going back to sleep. And then Katie's like, what if we have to leave? I'm like, all right, fine. We open the door. Oh, it's the homie. (laughs) He he is all messed up, covered from head to toe with wet grass and mud. He's apparently had to run through the whole festival uh, trying to find his car. Couldn't find his car. Was hiding under people's tents and easy ups from the rain. Tents were collapsing because it was raining so hard. Runs under another tent. Find somebody's dog, so then he thinks he has to protect this dog for the next 20 minutes. Then finally realizes it's a stuffed zebra. Um, <laughs> then then he's like, well, then these guys came, and they picked me up, and they took me to the box. And they put me in a box, and they said, wait here, wait here. And then they came back, and they kicked me out of the box, man. And I still couldn't find my car, so I knew where you were, so I came here. So can I just sleep on your floor, please? <laughs> like, no, get the fuck out of here dude like what are you doing man so well what if i just sleep in the driver's seat right no leave like just leave please leave we told you you couldn't stay here so he leaves i give him a poncho flashlight (laughs) whatever like go find it wasn't even raining anymore at this point the sun was coming up again so i'm we go to sleep we wake up the next day we're like oh man i I feel bad for him like let's hit him up get some lunch together and talk it out so we do that i'm like well dude let's go let's go back to the trailer and smoke real quick so we go back there and i hand him hand him the the bong and he picks it up by the bowl piece and it drops right on the ground (laughs) and breaks and i was just looked at him i was like man get the fuck out right now (laughs) right fucking now and he looks at me he's like well can I can I try and smoke through it still real quick? Oh I was like, no! God, leave! <laughs> Man, that sucks. You guys ended up working out there. Yeah, we you? worked it out. Best of friends still. I know who you're talking about. That's like yep, one he, of your best friends. He, he had it repaired for me, which I really, really appreciate. And we're, we're all coaching Where now. do you go to get the bong repaired nowadays? Um, So it's got to be clean, clean, clean. Okay, um, yeah. And then uh, I had one of the guys at Natural Mystics in downtown okay. fix it for me. All right, all right. Legit, nice. but clean. Clean. Clean, like clean, brand new. Like brand new. Yeah. No residue. That's that's working itself. Oh, my God, yeah. I bet that was fun cleaning a broken bong. Well, he yeah. had to do it, right? He cleaned it. No, I cleaned. I cleaned it. I took care of it. I didn't. I'm like, I'm going to let him do that. Like, I'm going to let him do that if he broke the thing. I'm definitely not missing your next party. That's all I know. Chubb came by. Yeah, I know. Everybody was was there. And I was, but that's during the time I was sick. I told you guys when I came this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were sick for a while. I was sick for a minute. I'm back to my normal 65% now, bitches. I'm good to go. Oh, shit. Killing it at 65%. (laughs) Got any gigs coming up, Tony? I, you know, I took this whole week off to do, like, uh, I had two podcasts today, and I've got so much, like, uh, I got people waiting for vocals for tracks to be remixed and, and projects up in New York on labels and doing a remix for some people. I, I just got so much work this week I got to catch up on from this last, you know, the holidays and being sick and traveling. So this week is just buckle down and, and, and work. Studio work, contracts, sending out, sending out all that stuff this week. What are you and Chubb going back to New York? Y'all went up there and like party with DJ Khaled and yeah, shit no, last we time, didn't you? Yeah, we gotta do what we gotta do, man. Wait, what? You, know what you didn't see really? that? That was a while ago. 
Uh, that was last year, wasn't last it? Last year sometime, yeah. I missed that. Yeah, you know, a little industry function. You got to go up every now and then, you know? But uh, I don't know, man. Just you know, I got the, this track I'm doing right now. I'm really de- Where's the music I sent you? Music. I don't get no plays, man. I get no spins. Or we, we're running out of time, huh? Oh, and that's Come something. On. That's uh, I got two of them. I, got, I, didn't, I didn't send him the songs that, oh, um, that you sent me. But sorry, oh, I got sorry. one I'm doing with, uh, you guys know, Deontay Diggs, the dancing deputy. Uh, from Stafford County, yep, yep. and uh, he's he's gone viral with his Beyonce dances and his uniform uh, yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. So I'm doing a house track with him. If anybody remembers, uh, that's the dancing deputy from America's Got Talent. Yeah, he, he was on America's, America's Got, Got Talent. Talent. He's yeah, like yeah. a state trooper or something yeah. or a Stafford. Yeah, very cool guy. He's got Stafford a great Talent. story behind him. He's written a book and a motivational speaker. So I'm doing a cool. track with him. And just did a uh, Chubb and I did a track with Adwella, great local artist okay. here in the area. We did a like a kind of Latin-y, I guess they call it Dembo. Okay. Kind of a Latin reggae kind of okay. track too. So just working on stuff, man. You know, I'm that trying to fun. that's my goal for this year is to try to release two tracks a month. Oh. All right. Gonna really try to step it up and So you're working hard yeah, in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You and like Chubb working on anything? Chubb working on yeah, Chubb and I are doing the remix, uh, the remix for um some cats in New York and okay. gonna get together with Trey Justice tomorrow, work on some stuff and it's all about the collab right now, man. That's cool. Get music that's out. Cool. Gotta get music out. We got we got the platform, so let's get it out there. It's not gonna you know, I got all these tracks, Chubb too, man. You hang out with Chubb and he'll, he'll like play music that he's working on and it's just I mean it goes like a hundred deep. It's like, yep. bro, you got to finish these things and put them out. So that's, I mean, all of us, we're, we're just trying to stop messing around. These tracks aren't going to do anything just sit in our laptop. Right, we got to right. finish them and get them out. So. I have that problem with my jokes. Yeah. Scott, do you want to take a caller? Take a caller? Wow. No. How do we do that? I, 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 yeah. You don't have to do anything. You just have to answer the question. Do you want to take a caller? I mean, it's not my podcast, but yes. Who is it? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> Oh, I had a I got a question saying, "Hey, does he take call-ins?" So I'm giving the number out. Yeah, we'll take call-ins. Whose number? My number? Your number? No, no, no. The studio, the station number. <laughs> They're gonna be calling you later tonight, Scott, when you ripped yeah. up your asparagus and mushrooms. Who the fuck is it? <laughs> it might be a good question, man. Hold on. We got to get together and make some music. Then I do. I, I, that's one of my goals for this year is to start producing music again. Um, I haven't in many, many years. So. Dude, I think I think with the way you DJ and the ear you have for music, you you definitely need to do. I that. just need to get back into it and somebody to re-show me the ropes again because everything's changed yeah. so much. What do you What do you use? Years. Ableton or? Um, honestly, I was using Logic. That's what uh, I use. Logic, I like Logic Pro before, yeah. um, but that was on my old computer that crashed, and I don't have a. Don't have it anymore, so gotta re get everything yeah, yeah. and get it all together. And... Chubb, dude, Chubb, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chubb's the genius, mm-hmm. he's the genius. The, I use, the genius. I use logic myself, but when we work together, he's he, I let him pretty much you know have the engineer chair mm-hmm. and he does Ableton, but I'm a logic guy. I got all three, man. Yeah, you got, you got to be versatile. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how to use any of it, but I got all three. <laughs> I told you I'm not a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eric was just showing me his other little studio back there. We'll go, so if you guys yeah. ever want to work, you check that out after. Oh, dope, dope. Yeah, yeah. I'm always down for that. I got, I got a bunch of stuff I don't know what to do with. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we got YouTube. Right, yeah. right, right. It'll University of YouTube. It'll tell us, yeah, yeah. Should get Andy over to the uh, studio. No, that's what he was just saying right now. Yeah, man, I would love to. I think he's his ear. I was just telling him the, the way he DJs. I, I, you're not a guy that likes to just let things play. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And that's yeah, a guy. Yeah. I, I'm. I don't know if it's 
ADD or what it is, you know, I just can't sit there and let things play. I, I if I get gotta... bored, my mixes suck. Yeah. So if my mix is like, you know, I'm if I get bored, I start playing with effects and miss my cues yeah. or, yeah. you know, something that I was listening for to bring in the next song. So I feel like just juggling tracks yeah. quickly. See, is, I, that's is... what I consider my style. No matter if I'm playing house or even open format, I think I have a very aggressive style mm -hmm. of DJ. Not not aggressive in and it's going to like, like beat you over the head, but I just something's always happening right you know right. i can't just let things just play and that's like even though the few times that i do the the corporate events or the weddings or something like that that's my hardest thing is to <laughs> i'm like a, a a verse chorus out verse chorus out and there they want to the sing along yeah. it's the first dance song just let it play yeah, yeah, don't man. scratch <laughs> oh oh gosh yeah i've had him yell at me <laughs> where's the last verse i'm like come on i've even had that happen at a club a friend of my oh wife's my like came up and requested a song and was bugging me all night and i finally played it and I didn't get, I didn't, you know, I say what I normally do, maybe two verses and out. Right. And she's like, oh, the, where's the Cardi B verse? I'm like, oh, my God, have you ever heard me DJ before? How many times do I get to the last verse of anything? Right, right. The last song when I'm packing up, maybe? If it's more than a minute 30 in, we got a problem. Yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. Uh, you're always very engaged, Andy. The times that I've watched you DJ, you seem always very engaged with the music. You don't let shit just run. Nah, yeah, and I, also don't, I also don't take requests for that yeah. specific yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again, that's what we went back to, picking and choosing the right gigs. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. I, I can't, a lot of my gigs that I do, that I do to, you know, keep the lights on and stuff, I can't really take that yeah, approach. Now, when no, I go up to, when I go do transit, yeah, I mean, but that's, that's the kind of crowd with the kind of respect. They know they're not, not even going to gonna walk in. They're yeah, just going to, yeah. I mean, they're dapping me up right. and going crazy to songs they've never heard before, you know? What's your favorite part of DJing? Either one of you guys. You go first. Um, the poon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do get it pretty much every night, but it's from the same person. Yeah. So, um, but you just no, say that I, more happily. I am happy about it. <laughs> You're like getting it from the same person. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Dude. Anyway, team player right anyway, there. Anyway, team I'm player. just leaving some for y'all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank if you. If it wasn't for that, you guys would be screwed. I appreciate the. Uh, I'm good. Thank you, yeah. but him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. him. I'm, yeah. I'm good. But um, no, I think actually, like seeing people like getting down, having a good time, like with the music yeah. that I'm playing, people connecting with me with the music that I'm playing. Um, that's that's my favorite part of DJing. I think the same Ultimately. thing, the connections that you can make with people. And that can come in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. That can happen on that dance floor that night. <laughs> that can happen at a gig. where I've had gigs where I'm like, wow, I, I don't think I did very well. And then somebody comes up and says something Dude, really, awesome. yeah, you know, and, and, and moments like that. And I, even back in my, my radio days in L.A., when we did the show called Power Tools, it was an underground mix show on, on the big uh, station in L.A. we did for a long time. And we would get people, like, writing us that were in jail. Like yeah. they would sneak, you know, this is this again aging me, where they would sneak Walkmans <laughs> into the jail cell and listen to our show, which was on like two to four in the morning on Saturday night, Sunday morning, you know, cool. and, and, and give us letters of how the, this was like in the early, you know, the heydays yeah. of house music, you know, 90s, uh, late 90s of house music and stuff when it was very inspirational and about how it changed lives and the message and the music changed their whole, you know, got them out of gangs and stuff like that. It's just whatever way, making that connection with people. That's beautiful. That's yeah. how I met you. Yeah. And that's how I met you and Chubb was coming yeah. to hard times when y'all were doing a gig yeah. there one night. And then you and Chubb is how I met Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys were doing the Canal Club show with, uh, fuck, who was it? Was that the Bad Boy Bill one or was Bad it? Bad Boy Bill. No, it wasn't Bad Boy Bill. The, the other one was before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, was, that was the Bad Boy Bill one. I didn't I go to Bad Boy Bill. 
It was one before that. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I know what Woogie you're was there. I think it was Woogie Woogie. came yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Lit Lords again? Lit Lords. It, it was, was the first Lit Lords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, the, when they showed. Yeah, when they showed. <laughs> yeah. Those once, things happen. Shame me once. Shame on you. Yeah. Shame twice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the show that they didn't show up, you headlined, and you fucking oh, killed dude, it, that dude. Was, that was yeah, awesome. I mean, that was yeah, fun. I'm definitely glad they didn't show up for that reason, Um, but it also sucks not being able to give people what they had necessarily for. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing when we do shows, all of us collectively or individually, I mean, we really, you know, we really strive to give people what we promised. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very important, I think, yeah. to all of us, you know? That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, even, I think you take that approach, too, with your comedy. You know what I'm saying? You do, you know, even even though if it's a low-budget thing you're putting on, you still don't half-ass it. Yeah, you know, yeah. You still try to, you know, you still try to do it the best you can. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, especially now that I'm, like, putting together my own yeah, shows. Yeah, your own shit. Yeah, man. And it shows, bro. Yeah, it shows. You take pride in it. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's an extension of you. It's part of your brand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, there's no reason to be fucking lazy about it. Yeah. But it does, it, it can get discouraging sometimes when there's, you know, when the shows aren't promoted correctly or just people aren't just coming out. I know you had a gig recently that you felt like there wasn't enough people at, um, I think it was the Kava. Yeah, I mean, that's... Again, that's not really a promotion aspect thing. It's, it's just it's the venue itself. It's the venue it's, itself. It's not a venue. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So it just gets. But I mean, that happens right? everywhere. That happens. I mean, I used to. <clears throat> I flew across the country before to do a show, and twenty people showed up. It just right. happens. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's you know. I think nowadays, especially nowadays, you know, all the planets have to be aligned for these things to work out. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's as far as what other events are happening in the area on that night, you know, what, yep. what's the weather like, yep. you know, what, what's happening socially around the world. I mean, all these things yeah. that are happening when That's you, true. when you bomb people and stuff like that and people get tense and there's, there's fluctuation in the stock market and all that stuff. It gets people, people get uneasy. Yep. You know what I'm right. saying? Yep. So. That's true. Plus, a lot of variables. Plus we're just getting over the holidays. That, yeah. that time between. This is the slowest time. You yeah. know, for bars and clubs, the January, February are pretty yeah. tough. And really between, like, uh, Halloween and tax season is kind of a hard yeah. time for everybody. Because after those tax returns hit, yeah. though. Uh -huh. Cha-ching, cha-ching, baby. But kind of leading up to Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, everybody's yeah. spending money to go on to yeah. go out of town or yeah. get gifts And then whatever. even, like, for the bars and stuff like that, you know, you get you think, oh, it's a Friday, Saturday night. But then a lot of people have the holiday parties and stuff uh -huh. like that. Yeah, too, people so. have yeah, holiday yeah, it's, parties. It's tough during the holidays for the... For the bars, definitely. We did good at the rec center for my um, Christmas sweater. Con well, you had a good concept. You know, you put together a good yeah. concept. It's you know, it's what it's all again. Planets align. They were aligned that night for you. Yep, yep. Literally, it was a full moon. So. Yes, there you go. Excuse See me. that? You got to plan that shit out like that. Open up the farmer's almanac. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe that's what we're missing. Yeah, we got to put some almanac in our gigs. That's what we got to do, yeah. guys. We got to harness the power of the planets. Yeah, harness the know, power of the almanac. Moon ain't no joke. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Sounded good. Katie can tell you what that means. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can't tell you what it yeah. means, Tony. I hardly know what anything means. I just pretend to know. Am I arrogant? <laughs> arrogant, smug son of a bitch. Yeah. Don't, that's, that's half the battle, acting like you know what's going on. Yeah. Don't mistake my intelligence for weakness. <laughs> All right, guys. Did you guys have fun? I had yeah. I had a blast, man. Yeah. This was really good. And again, man, the tacos were the bomb. I appreciate Dude, the, the, the effort and energy time. and EK Thank for so for letting them do that here. Yeah, That's man, amazing really host here. Got to shout this guy out. Anybody in the area that wants to do podcasting or stuff yep. like that, amazing facility here. Great guy to work with and uh, incredible price point as well. Affordable yeah. until you can find something better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Now, you do a great job, nah, EK. The biggest honor in the world is people outgrowing me. 
Yeah, that's no, that's a great. This is a public. A line, this is bro. a public access studio, yeah. and it's meant for people to start. It's not meant to be where people live. It's yeah. meant to be where you grow from and, and realize this is the industry I want to be in. Because yeah. I, I found, you know, when I was a senior in high school in this area, uh, there were there were things here that aren't here anymore. Uh, there was a, a local recording studio that my band recorded in that that like the guy was nice. The owner was nice enough to let us just hang out there. Yeah. The one and, over off uh, and, Lafayette? Uh, Blind Banana. This is a long, long time okay, ago. Okay. Uh, uh, Jeff Pierce, phenomenal engineer, um, uh, uh, gave me my start in studio studios, and 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 uh, there was, it's now I believe Eileen's Bakery downtown, but it used to be the Unitarian oh. Church, and when it was the Unitarian Church downtown, they used to let local punk rock bands on, uh, on Thursday nights. I think it was we would <laughs> we would go down and we'd watch like local punk rock bands like do shows, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, uh, and I think we paid like five dollar cover, three dollar cover. It was something silly. I think it was four dollars actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, but at any rate, I saw a bunch of really great bands, and um, you know stuff like that. It just over time it, it disappeared in this area, yeah. and there have been some really awesome resurgences, like uh, um, with Fredericksburg All Ages. Uh, they do some really cool stuff for the the, the kids in our community, um, and then you know we have the library, which is great. You know, if you know Craig Graziano, is a guy I used to hang out with back in the day and do poetry slams when I was in high school. But he's uh, he's very involved uh, over. At the local library, they just opened up that creative space with the 3D printers and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I I wanted I wanted something like that to exist in the AV world, like an adult AV club, where the price point is something that's reachable for you know the young guys that maybe they don't have decks yet, or maybe they don't have Logic licenses. Yeah. Right. You know, they could come somewhere where a guy has three Logic licenses and multiple <laughs> laptops, and they yeah, could come yeah. and create without having to worry about I can't afford to create. Yeah. You can start here. Sell your track, make some money, then buy yourself a logic license. That's why I exist. That's a great concept, um, man. I and love it. And, and I'm also here. I'm also not um, limited by oh, we got a call coming in. All right. I'm also not limited by um oh, there it goes. Let's do this. Uh I'm not limited by my day job. I have a full time day job that pays the bills and allows us to do this awesome thing, which is great. That's right. Ca caller, you're live. Hello. Hey, uh, Cluxon's day job is actually fucking sucking dicks on the corner of fucking Lafayette. <laughs> so uh, he also will. He also moons like that. That damn slave rock over there on fucking William Street. He fucking will sit on there and just suck your fucking dick. It's historic and pleasurable. <laughs> Man, that you really shit pays the dollars. bills. Historic and pleasurable. Historic and pleasurable. <laughs> Cluxon blasts the biggest loads that turn into cute kids, dude. Have you ever seen his son? Cute as shit. Not in a pervert way. Just in a, oh, look at that little boy. He's cute way. This is this this caller is the same guy that called me like two weeks after my sister passed away to let me know that he didn't fuck her. Oh, my God. Congratulations. I didn't fuck your sister. I could have because... She wanted it, but I didn't fucking do it. You want to know why? Because I respect you and I'm a fucking moron. I should have fucked your sister. <laughs> I love this guy so much. I love this guy so I much. Fucking, I should have fucking fucked your sister. I could still get away with it now, but that would be kind of weird and probably against the law in fucking probably 48 states. Yeah, I think there's a few you'd be all right. 
That was funny because she's dead. Fucking curds. Oh my god. I have a dead sister too. They fucking my sister and his sister they scissor in heaven and fucking smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> look down look down on clucks and fucking sucking dick on that slave rock oh on yet. See, I got that parental expi- advisory up Thank on the screen god. just in time. <laughs> my fucking you know stomach. what's crazy about that damn slave rock? They're talking about moving it. You know where they're gonna move it? Directly in front of Clucks and Cow. <laughs> you wanna watch? Because they want his commute to be a little bit less. <laughs> There's only so far you can go in a fucking PT Cruiser, dog. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even drive that anymore. I don't, I don't even drive a cruiser anymore. Don't you understand that fucking a PT Cruiser is like the Hotel California? You can fucking get out of it, but you can never leave. You're stuck with it for life. Once you drive a PT Cruiser, guess what, motherfucker? You're a fucking PT Cruiser. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my Does this god. guy have his own show? No, but he should. He's I've been, gotta I, have I've been telling him to come start his own show for years. Oh my god. So Do you wanna know why I don't wanna have my own show? Is because it fucking sucks, man. It sucks to the point when you name a podcast this isn't a podcast. That is the opposite of what the fuck this is. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like fucking clutching being like, hey, I'm about to suck your dick for some fucking money day job wise, and then him being like, that's not a dick while he's sucking it. <laughs> Shut up and come do stand up on Thursday at the Rec Center, oh my bitch. Oh gosh, this guy's golden. I don't fucking do stand up. What is that? It's fucking Brian Kearns. You've seen Brian yeah, do stand up before. He's, he's good. Fucking hilarious, dude. Old, old I'm plumber. a fucking animal. You want to know how much of an animal I am? I fucking live in my mom's basement. Fucking winning. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should fucking print a bunch of magnets out and fucking believe in yourself, and then you'll end up calling into some shit called That's Not a Podcast. Talking about fucking sucking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm why did make you one of y'all pee your pants and then fucking <laughs> have to fucking wipe up Cluxon's clouch that he already fucking came on before everybody came to the fucking studio because that's what he does. I've been working with Cluxon for years. I just I have one question. The... I got one question. Was the blowjob good? I don't fucking pay Cluxon for that. I don't have to. <laughs> me and Cluxon go way back. Still I could have fucked his sister. Question, I don't though. think you fucking heard that. <laughs> That means I've at least known Cluxon since his sister was alive, and it's been years. <laughs> Jesus. That's so rough. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Brian, do you want to come be on the Not Podcast? Is that what you want? No, no. I was calling in because you sent me a picture of me on a magnet, man. And I was like, Why oh, the fuck you know. did you make magnets? I know I made business cards, but you made refrigerator magnets? What the fuck is that? Oh, there's, bro, there's Scott Wharton those, refrigerator those things, magnets? Those things, those things are all over the place, coast to coast, man. People fucking... Uh, uh, scroll over them when they're looking for the pizza number or when they're water eater bus. They're like, oh, there's that fucking weird guy. I don't remember his name. Uh, I let that website go years ago, man, when I gave up on hope. Bro, we Stand up is dead, you. and if you don't believe me, go to the fucking Comedy Zone tomorrow night and see how many people show up. <laughs> go to the rec center. Don't go to the, don't go go to the rec center, center, not the Comedy Zone. <laughs> No, nobody wants to go to the damn rectum center, man. That's a fucking place where fucking <laughs> yeah, people center. get stabbed. <laughs> Come on, man. They, they changed the name to the rectum center, didn't they? They don't call they don't call it stabbings if it's a thermometer. <laughs> it's always it's <laughs> it's always <laughs> I got it. It's always good when there's two shows in Fredericksburg on the same night that nobody's gonna go to. Right. <laughs> so you should come do stand up at both of them so you can feel not better about yourself. <laughs> 
least we're not the only Hey, man, I, like, honestly, thing. man, it, uh, it feeds me a little bit. I, I enjoy doing that, but, uh. Fucking love you, man. Keep coming out. Bitch. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll come out whenever I, uh, you know, my wife isn't around and I'm around Clarkson, you know? That's when I come out. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta be sitting front row so there's just a, a target ready. <laughs> uh, dude, dude, some of my best sets have been in, a, in an empty room just destroying Clarkson, man. <laughs> I remember we were, we were somewhere, I think we were somewhere in Maine or Vermont on, the, on that comedy tour. And uh, he started ripping into me about how I can't open doors by myself because I'm so frail. <laughs> and, like, there was a bunch of really good-looking girls at this show at this hotel. I think it was a hotel. Uh, like, they were doing um, – it was one of those ref uh, conference centers. And it was a bunch of good-looking girls in the front row and just pointing right at me. Like, that guy right there, the sound guy. <laughs> the frail-looking one. Yeah. I've seen this yeah, guy struggle yeah. opening doors. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and I haven't even done stand-up since you had a girlfriend that killed herself after dating you. Oh, damn, dude. <laughs> hey, true, true. It's all, the, like, what's messed up is, like, there's no context for any of these jokes. None of these guys know these stories. <laughs> it don't matter, man. It's me and you, dog. <laughs> That's all it's listening. It's the, this is this not a podcast. It's always been me and you. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. the Slave Rock down on Lafayette. Or, I think or, I have, okay, or fair Boyd enough. Street, Is that where you're doing your next? <laughs> yeah, weekend? and also, also they know your sister's dead. You created that context, and then I just revealed that you had a girlfriend that killed herself. <laughs> so, you so tell the story, Clark. You know how to you build a set, so man. Hard. <laughs> you fucked her so hard that she fucking was like, I, I can't live anymore. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry, that's not even funny. Uh, but it is. But it is. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Let's let me hop in on some of the shit you guys are talking about. I apologize. I I heard one little thing and I went off. Well, what were we talking about, we guys? We were just about done, actually. I think yeah. I think you called in right as yeah. we were saying goodbye. Yeah, we, were, we, were, we were plugging. Up. We were plugging the FXBG Public Radio, and yeah. I was I was just letting and people know the, that I exist. You sucking dicks on yeah. the yeah. Then you, you plugged Eric for him. <laughs> but I mean, for pleasure and history. I mean, you know, you're covering. <laughs> I I plugged FXBG Public Radio, and you let everyone know yeah. that they could plug me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> dude, dude, it's true. That's why that's why they call you Ek the BJ. It's, <laughs> it's D DJ D. <laughs> no, no. I thought it was EK the BJ. Yeah. Shit, man. That's why he's been getting all these How bookings. long have you been getting that wrong? Uh, about about a fucking 15 years or something. Yeah. I don't know. Do the math. Fucking <laughs> I'm no cluxing since I started this shit and quit this shit. Well, so, oh man. Long time. Long life. See you Thursday night, bitch. Come the fuck out. Come do stand-up. Uh, what, what time does that start, man? Uh, start around 8 o'clock. Is there going to be some dude talking about rape in a fucking unsavory way that's going to walk everybody, or are you going to fucking police your room? No, I'll fix it this time, but <laughs> who's, yeah. who's that <laughs> talking about that? Fucking Jesse, oh, this God. new comic. He, he did some rape jokes and walked a table of four. There was actually a girl that I was like trying to talk to yeah. and her friends. Oh my god, ran but them out? They were very fucking liberal. Like One of the people sitting at the table was a lesbian with a butch cut. And, uh, first of all, when the guy told the rape joke, this, the dude at the table got up and he was like, this is too close to home oh, and shit. walked out. And then when I got on stage, um, and made a comment on it, the fucking lesbian was like, those jokes come from a place of privilege. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I never rolled my eyes so yeah. hard in my life. 
Well, one one time I was waiting for a gig. Like, uh, I, you always show up to a gig early so you can fucking watch the people and listen to them and shit, so you can use it on them later. Right. And uh, one time I was at at this gig and I was outside smoking a cigarette and this dude was talking about how this chick raped him, and uh, and she raped me, man. And like it was like a really sincere conversation they were having, and uh, and I was like, hey, dude. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, did you come? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, that wasn't rape, motherfucker. And they they got mad, and they, they took out probably 10 people from the fucking show before I got to go on. Damn. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I, I just don't believe in that. Unless you're in prison, you're not getting raped as a dude. Like, fucking, it got hard, motherfucker. It's on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's a good point. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, maybe it's 2020, and fucking dudes can get raped by chicks. But God, I wish I would get raped more often. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not in a prison type way but fucking like chicks should just fucking rape me man fucking that's my plug <laughs> i don't even care at this point man like i'm at the i'm at the age where fucking stds don't matter no more i could fucking collect all 12 i'm old enough to where it's like oh i i have herpes cool like at, at a certain point in your life it matters but now it don't fucking matter i just fucking okay i'm i'm one of four of everybody you know you should catch them all like pokemon huh Dude, I mean, they got, fucking they got fucking up, pills man. for everything fucking, now. Yeah. They got a pill for fucking everything. Just, that fix you. I, I know, man. So far, the only STD I have is what I caught on my ass when I stayed at the Relax Inn across from Central Station. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody was in there with me. It was just what was on the bed. The Relax Inn. <laughs> the Relax Inn. That's what it is, too. I know. It looks like a castle <laughs> that doubles as a crack house. It's where they send you after you get out of jail and you don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> It's probably yeah, but they get you out eventually too. Really? Yeah. They eventually move you over. They eventually move you over to the hotel off of Route One near the Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, lodge. You mean you mean the one I live at? <laughs> no, no. Is that the one you live at? Yeah. No, oh the... shit, that's hilarious. Man, there's, there's a lot of Mexican kids that go off the bus there. What's that? I've been sitting behind a bus there with dropping off Mexican kids, like an assload of them that live there, man. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's, it's all kinds of kids get. <laughs> yep. That's my home. It's all kinds of I'm kids. I'm in walking there. distance to Waffle House, so I can get drunk, walk to Waffle House, throw up my Waffle House, and then go to bed. Yeah, I had to yell at a bunch of kids one time when I went in there because they were laying like, down in the rip of like the road while I'm trying to back up. Sounds like this comedy thing's working out just as good for you as it did for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, Killing it. I live in a motel trying to prepare for a life on the road or a life on the run. Whatever a life for a van down by the river. Keep going, buddy. Move to California, man. They don't prosecute if you steal nine hundred fifty dollars or less, bro. You can fucking make a killing. <laughs> That's a good tip. That's, and they also let you shit on the streets, dude. Like fuck, man. Double, well, double, they don't, they double don't let win. you. They just don't do anything <laughs> yeah. about it. You and Tony are the ones that keep uh, encouraging me to go out there. Yeah, I think you're doing it out of like a bad place, though. You like want, you like want to watch me fail. So he you're wants not alone. you on the streets. <laughs> No, see, there's there's a difference, Scott. Is uh, you, you believe in yourself, so therefore I have a little bit of belief in you, like very little. Um, but I, there there's a little bit of belief there. Uh, if you're gonna fucking chase this shit, like chase it for real, then you got to go chase it, and that's that's where that's coming from. But at the same time, man, fucking everybody fails, so uh, yeah. uh, fail on, brother. I'll see you when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love you, dog. All right, because because guess what, man? I, I came back, and I'm a beast, son. You're funny, dude. So can, can we tell the people to expect to see you Thursday night? I'll just what lie and tell them anyway. man. Uh, this Thursday? Sign up is at 7. The show starts at 8. 
I don't even sign nothing, man. I, I know you ain't signing. <laughs> Just come. Just fucking sign nothing, man. Show us your no lights. Come on. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try. I'll try to. I'll try to swing through for you, man. All right, dude. You have a good night. So, hey, thanks for having me on the show, man. I'll call in next week too. Great man. call, dude. Great, Great call. call. Yeah. Thanks. thanks All right, fellas. Have Kearns. a good one, man. You have a good one, bud. That was that was Brian Kearns. Uh, oh, you've never God. seen him before, I don't think, but he's fucking. Oh hilarious, my God, dude. he's hilarious. Dude. He's really funny, dude. and he's right on that line. Which I love. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I mean, that's it's like so inappropriate, but it's so funny at the same Cra- time. Crowd work is what he's about. Yeah, too. yeah his yeah. crowd work is just phenomenal, dude. Oh, um, I can imagine him going off on somebody and yeah. it being hilarious, except for that person. He came out uh, <laughs> last last shows we did, like when I had my Christmas he show. Came out. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. came out. He came and did stand up at my uh, show, and then he went to Central Station that night too, and he killed it both. Yeah, and like. Had me in my gut laughing hard. Yeah, he's funny, dude. He's fucking funny, yeah. dude. You need to get him on here. Yeah, I should. Well, I should. Yeah. I'm trying to do that. I, well, you know, he's going to call every week, so. Yeah. <laughs> Try and have him and Brandon on. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because that's that's like Brandon's mentor. Okay. Yeah. Well, it seems like Brandon should be a little funnier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you said not me. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I love Brandon. Fucking keezer. Yeah. I talked to him the other day. Did you? He, you know, he sent us up Christmas presents. Did he tell you that? Yeah, yeah. He sent me we some gotta canvases. Go, we got to go. On. Did you go get them already? Uh uh-uh. uh We got to go visit his. Sp- gotta, we got to go visit his mom. Gotta go see his mom. We got to go see his mom to get these presents. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go do that. No, I don't want to. You go in that red and white big pickup truck. I, <laughs> I look like too much of a degenerate to be around his mom. Right. She's a nice lady. She's very nice, very sweet. sweet lady. We got Maybe we should go together. For Shout sure. out to Chris Keezer for yeah. helping bring back the comedy around here. Yeah. You and Keezer, because you were DJing when we started in Hard little, Times, man. Did a little part. You know, had a little part in it. You, you know? were there the first time I did stand-up. Yeah. We were the ones that encouraged you to do it. Yeah. I actually did jokes about, because I, I was going through my notebook the other day, I actually did jokes about you, about DJing, and about how everybody wants to request a song, but yeah. nobody wants to tip the DJ. They don't. They don't. Very rarely. It's or not the kind of tip you want. $5 requests. Yeah. Yeah. I used to say sometimes, you know, I'm taking requests all night long. Just write them down on 20 and bring them on up. There you go. <laughs> you know? I like that. He can't knows that. He knows that one. <laughs> all right, guys. You got any plugs, shout outs, anything before we get out of here? I'm ready to smoke a no. cigarette. Yeah, I'm ready to smoke too. All right. I'm addicted. Cigarettes and things. Yeah. Things? We got things? Oh, no, not all of me. No, no. I have to get home for things. I think we I'm all sorry, have to go bro. home for yeah, things. Yeah. Shed, shed it, shed it up. Go study some scripture. Shed. Um, I got. Uh, I don't know what I have coming up. I just got tracks, man. Tracks, releasing tracks. February 29th, freak. Freak in downtown Fredericksburg. All right. Yeah. Now that's a fun leap day. That's a good. That's one. a fun little spot too. Mm-hmm. The freak spot. We didn't really yep. talk about that earlier. Did right? you? Have you been there? I did play there once. Yeah, I've been there and played there once. It's such a cool little. Were you there that night? Tony was there. I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember seeing you. It was a night there was really good music. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So you weren't there that night. (laughs) I don't know. I could have been there and not playing. Yeah, no. I don't think you played that night. That's good. Because I went to the one that you played. That was fucking fun. That was a blast. That's a cool little... That's a very interesting little situation. I like it. Those guys actually asked me to partner with them, so I'm like heading up their promotion shit, which doesn't help that I got a 30-day Facebook ban, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah, but what's the 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 date that you're doing it? Yeah, you'll be all right. You'll be out of it by then. So that's good. P-H-R-E-A-K, Freak. Yep. Wow. So look that up on Facebook, guys. Yeah, they got a page, yeah. Because... Evil, evil chef star can't promote because there's 30 day ban for you don't know what do you 
So they said on my on actually on my birthday. The I porn. Woke up the soft porn. It was before that. It was my actual birthday, and I'm like scrolling through Facebook, and I go to comment on something. They're like, "Oh, you are currently you're you're on a 30 day ban." I was like, "Wait, what?" And so I like look at what it was. They wouldn't show me what they banned me for. They said it was nudity, but I know for a fact I didn't post anything even close to nudity that day. I've tried calling three different numbers at Facebook. I can't get through to a human being. So, fuck Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. Fight the power. Um, yeah, no, Facebook's weird like that with me. I've, I've got bands before too, and it wouldn't tell me why. I was just like, you're a band. Yeah. Okay. So at least, powerful, at man. least yeah. let me know what I did so I can pr- not do it. Yeah. So I, like, I mean, I know the one time I was a Hitler meme, but this time I, I've, I got since then too. I have been made very sure, been very sure to not post anything even too questionable because yeah, I don't want to lose like access too. to my evil monster page, yeah. which they also banned that. And my fake backup account they banned. You're just, because, you're just locked out. It's probably because you have a, your profile picture is a picture of you, and it has facial recognition. Yeah. And it's still my name. It just says yeah. Andy Evil Schuster or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, Something stupid. <laughs> well, um, well, hey, man. I, again, thanks for having me on thank this. Thank you for coming yeah, on. Man, again, you. really appreciate the tacos, Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. Bomb tacos. EK, thanks for facilitating all this. Yeah, thank you, EK. Thank time. you, EK, for, for facilitating the studio in general. Yeah. And everything that you were saying earlier yeah. about, you know, trying to use this as a catalyst and a jump off yeah, point just, for local artists. And I stuff. want people that are young and hungry and want to be in this industry, but maybe they don't have the resources to. I, right. want, I want them to have a starting point. He wants the exact opposite of me. Right. No, you're, you're, you're a success <laughs> but story. But I'm old. I'm old and I'm yeah, full. You're a success. You're a success story. You're somebody <laughs> who's you. already made a career out of this. You're somebody that's doing it for a living. I'm looking for the guy that yeah. wants to do it for a yeah, living yeah, and yeah. isn't ready. No, yet. that's amazing, dude. That's that's amazing the way you give back like that. It really, really is. Well, I got, so, you know, yeah. I got a little one, and yeah. and yeah. you know, priorities change. Yeah. When you, when you, you know, you get. My little one's not little anymore. He's but, bigger but, than me. But you understand that priority <laughs> yeah. shift. Yep. That, right. And I want there to be something like this when he gets creative. Yeah. When he gets to that age of, I want to play this. I want to go to this. And, and I know that, that that place where I used to go isn't there anymore. Yeah, yeah. right. Very so, cool. So I want it to exist. And I want it to exist not just for him, but for, for everybody. I want it to exist when I'm gone. Yeah. People listening, then, how do they get a hold of you if somebody if that fits um, what they're doing? How do they get a hold ad, of you? Admin, A D M I N, at fxbgpr.com. Uh, you can contact me at 202 uh, 670 Boom. Um, you can text or call that number. I may not answer, but that is the uh, the station line. Um, you can, be up you can, on Facebook. You I'll send message. you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, bro. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you. Dude. Thank you. Um, my plugs, I have the, uh, open mic. There's two open mics this week, one at the rec center and then one at central station. Um, they're the same night on Thursday and then Friday night, JD, who we talk about him too much on the podcast and not have him on. So I got to have JD. Yeah. Um, he was actually my plumbing helper at one point. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. JD's, JD's fucking cool guy. He's a talented kid, man. So he booked me to host a show at Bullcock and Swan this Friday. Well, I mean, I think that's the perfect place for you. It is. So we might. Third paid gig, third one at Bullcock and Swan. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for that. Hosting. Um, the old connection and knowing Tony B ain't turn out so bad after all. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Shit. It's all thanks to you, Tony. No, not all of it. Just, oh, little, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I had a good time with you guys. Yeah, man. this was a lot of fun, man. Let's do this again. All right, who's cooking Let's next week? I don't know. <laughs> next time, next time we should have Chubb on. I want to have Chubb yeah, on. Yeah, you got to get Chubb on, definitely. Have yeah. all three of you guys on. That would be fun. That, that would be fun. fun. What should we make?
Chubb's really Chubb is a really good cook, dude. Chubb is a really good cook. I mean, we don't have to make food every time, but we if, if you want to make that a theme of we when should. you're on, then we can yeah, do that. We should. Chubb or, kills or it with like bring food the Instapot. He's killing. He kills it with the Instapot, man. He gets was that down. Like a crock pot? Yeah, kind of okay, like that thing right. that cooks. You know, it's a crock pot, but pressure cooker like cooks it quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bomb ass wings in that the other night. So, yeah. EK, was it working with the? Uh, was it working better when we had the microphone in the kitchen? So if we wanted to do more cooking yeah, we'll podcasts. just do it. The, yeah, we'll do it the same way. We'll just put a microphone in the kitchen next time. So, well, if anybody wants to come cook on my podcast, fucking hit me up. I did that. That's one I did uh, on my radio show one morning. God, what was his name? Chris Kyler. I don't know. He was on the. He, he was pretty big on the Food Network. He on one of the battle shows. He did really well. So I had him on my morning show, mm -hmm. and we did the dollar store cook off. I bought everything at the dollar store. Oh, then I, I bought. Rocket, oh, dude, like me that. and you. I might do that with you. I'd go up against right. you with that. That'd be fun. And I, I bought really. I went, you're not going to do that with the guy who lives in a fucking yeah, hotel. He would be good at it too. My whole life is. I still have. I have the double <laughs> hot plates because I went and got like I went to the thrift store and got like a little double hot plate mm. and cheap pans. And, oh, so and you got one, everything. I and I, I put it in my. I put it in the radio station studio. Okay. I bought like you know a, a dozen eggs and you know we batter and all kinds of stuff but everything was from the dollar store except for the utensils to cook with nice. I, I used to yeah. want to have a show where i went into people's houses and like go through their pantry and they're like oh we don't have anything to eat here and i'll show them like a meal you can make that's a like, great idea random shit you have in your pantry that's a really good idea yep that's the type of shit i do man Just manifest strange that's what things I do too, i'd man. love to see your pantry Come on over. You don't have a pantry. Hang out with us. I have a pantry, I motherfucker. I have a pantry. <laughs> a pantry. All, right. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for coming on, you guys. Thank, Thank you, you, Eric. Thank you, Jesus. That's a Tony B song right there. That's Moonlight Dreams, yeah. right? Check it, it out is. on YouTube. I'm in the video, guys.